Oh my God, Becky! Look at Ray's butt. It is so average and white guy. We are nerds to get laid sometimes. sometimes. With you tonight is your host, Captain Nathan. Ahoy! And ahoy there, mateys. Where's oh. Neil? <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> one Captain reference that <laughs> no one likes. <laughs> <laughs> Along with my second mate, Ray. My other semen, Mike. Oh, <laughs> oh second mate. And my buoy. I quit. <laughs> TJ. My rocks. it going? <laughs> that I crack myself upon. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? Doing real good. Fine. Better than Blaze. Better yeah, than Blaze. The poor bastard. I'm, yeah. I'm doing terrific. For all you people that have terrific. been writing in asking where Blaze is, stop. <laughs> we don't We're done with that. care uh, yeah. at all. We're past it. So it's Sunday night. Uh, the big... Excitement, of course, is that Game of Thrones comes back tonight. Ooh, that's I'm the big news. Very, very excited. Although, I am too. Uh, I need to get my mom's HBO Go credentials. Yeah. Man, I found out the other day we we um we have HBO Go. They finally got HBO Go on PS3. I got internet now, so I'm balling. Yeah, and I said, well, hell yeah, I'm gonna be ready for Game of Thrones. Go on there to set that up, and Comcast is the one company that you can't. Use on the PS3 for it's HBO. It's because Comcast is the devil. They, that is obviously because Comcast is the devil. I'm gonna drop a little nerd bomb on you, and you got an iPhone, so just get the uh, Apple TV for you. Probably find one used less than hundred dollars, and just you know, you're big money bags, man. You got all them I jobs know, right? now. I got Blue all sky. of them jobs. So Ray had to donate all his Raptor <laughs> necklaces to <laughs> the uh, History of Science and. He got his hair cut, and he—if you seen him in a crowd, you would think he's just a regular Joe. I don't so. look like my—I don't look like my nerds who get laid picture anymore. Yeah, so it's sad. We're gonna keep that as a, as a relic. You should just like no, keep it. I want to get kept. some like shitty white out like MS Paint <laughs> functions and just kind of <laughs> slightly erase his hair, his beard, <laughs> all badly. On a uh, second note to the logo, we now have phone cases and T-shirts. It's just something we're out there for you. There's no money being made on it. It's just something we threw out there that I thought was pretty cool. So if you want to, just go to our Facebook. Buy one because none of these jerks will buy them (laughs) for (laughs) our stuff. But uh, enough about us. I think there's some news going on, so let's turn it over to uh, old man Hancock on his typewriter. Well, I've been just typing away on my old trusty typewriter here. Um, and we've got a lot of movie news. We got a little bit of video game news. We don't video games. Video games. Video games. Video games. As uh, they corrupt children. Nate likes to say. Um, Hank Hill so what do you all want to start with? Uh, let's start with what's at the top of your the list. The first thing. At the top <laughs> of <your laughs> <list>. <laughs> first thing on the top I don't of my confuse list. Confuse you with your list. <laughs> exactly. Um, start in the middle and work our way outside, up and down. <laughs> Like switching you're, off. You're old and incompetent. We can't trust you anyway well, half the time. Yeah. So I mean, it's already <laughs> in 50 font. It's, it's a big list. It's like, I have to w- make sure you can read it. One word is the page. <laughs> That's why it's Ray, like, Ray so takes out a billboard across his house <laughs> and has them. <laughs> That's Allison's to do list yeah. for him. Yeah, baby, uh, paint this on sign out my window. So, um, we already talked about Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, man, y'all, y'all just know. It's in cuneiform. Game of Thrones. Ru- ru- written in papyrus. It's all etched hiero- hiero- <laughs> It's etched hiero- into the walls. Hieroglyphics. <laughs> 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 I can't even say it. I'm just laughing at you being so old over Are there. you Japanese? <laughs> <laughs> Hieroglyphics. <laughs> yes. Hiero. <laughs> 
Woo. Okay. Finish the news. Um, yeah, finishing the news. And that's all we've got to this week. <laughs> I Thank tire you. of this. Nice. Um, Marvel announced in a an interview that Marvel Studios has a map planned out all of the Marvel movies till 2028. Say what? Yeah, till 2028, which is pretty exciting. I mean, oh my god. For for them to be setting up such a grand <laughs> scheme of what they're doing, they kind of have to that far out whether they're going to be able to 52. do it or not. Ray won't be <laughs> with us anymore. <laughs> I won't be able to make it to these. Ray will be like eight years dead. <laughs> Dude, uh, what? I'll be 43. <laughs> Dear God. Jesus. <laughs> I don't I don't like to think that far Marvel, ahead. Marvel Comics has my death planned. <laughs> Man, I, just, I don't have I, my... F- I don't even have my retirement plan. It's they're like planning their they're planning like phase sixteen. Ray's great. I was gonna say totally stoked for Avengers four. <laughs> Ray will be on his deathbed like I gotta hold out one more summer blockbuster. It's like Mister Mister Marvel, tell Mickey Mouse, ask him if I can get an early viewing. It's getting dark. We're going to have to drive him cross country like in Fanboys. <laughs> I was just thinking that, yeah. yeah. yeah more like Bucket List with uh, Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman. Because that will be about the age. No, 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 those guys are way too young to portray Ray. Oh, dude, God. <laughs> All right, what else is on? Uh, they announced some new uh, additions to Batman vs. Superman because we still don't have a title for oh, it because they keep pushing Jesus. it back. Mm. Um, Holly Hunter. Why? I. I I don't know. She's she was relevant 15 years ago. Callan she was Mulberry. Take it back. She was awesome in Incredibles. Okay. I Voice acting doesn't care. doesn't count though. It does count. Yeah, she could be like a fat slop. She'd be like Carrie Fisher grade and you know <laughs> they're do bringing, great voice They're bringing acting. Carrie Fisher back <laughs> for Star Wars. They can bring Holly Hunter back for this. I bet they like had to like pay a million dollars to have like a line of coke from her house to the <laughs> studio and <laughs> other news twisters being made with <laughs> bill paxton and helen hunt like who cares twister about? two yeah. <laughs> anyway twister no. so uh, also we have <laughs> so yeah colin mulvery and teo okamato oh i love those guys <sighs> um i don't yeah, know they, they were great what are these like the extras that are gonna be on the <laughs> yeah they, they haven't yeah, announced yeah, Teo okamato plays man eating hot dog <laughs> 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 Yeah, we got everybody cast out, man. It's going to be all star. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy doesn't even have an IMDb page. <laughs> also, there was some news that uh, in Batman vs. Superman, they added to the list of um, characters that were going to be in it Captain Marvel, Ooh. Martian Manhunter, Ooh. Lobo, Ooh. Booster Gold, Ooh, who's Blue that? Beetle, Booster Gold, wasn't that? Guy Gardner, Jingle All the Way, Supergirl, Zatanna. And Gorilla Go- uh, Grood. Grod. Grod. Gorilla Grood. This is all announced on this one This is a day. different one, TJ. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is totally but a giant gorilla you don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> but un- uh, unfortunately, and thank God, this was an April Fool's joke. So Yeah, um, we think it was. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, what it was, like, we, let's, let's we send this out. We still don't know this. who Holly Hunter's yeah. playing. We're like, we're going to send this out and see how <laughs> the fans react. And if they're for it. We'll throw them all in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Booster Gold. God, if he was on there. Dear God. Yeah, they. They see. I could deep. stand Booster Gold being on there because Booster Gold sounds like a he's, pimp. He's he entertaining is. to read. Yeah, he is to a me. cocky sob man. Yeah, he's so entertaining to read though. Booster Gold. I think he needs to be cocky. 
Yeah, yeah. that's true. It'd be like, I don't know, Stifler with Sean William Scott. Like, he, yeah, he, that he would be, be perfect. He'd be a perfect That booster. would be perfect yeah. for Booster Gold. Like, um, God, it'd be per- dead on. And a dude physically fit. Yeah. Stifler so, uh, moving on from Batman. And he has a sidekick named Skeet. What's <laughs> 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 what, could, what could be better? What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Mike's sitting over there like Confused. you're you're bullshitting me right now, <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> Ski- what, what? I think the main guy from American Pie should play him. <laughs> no, <laughs> his name Jason something. Jason, Jason, Jason Schwartzman. Jason, Jason, I'm not Jason working anymore. He's very Jewy. He's, he's riding that Sarah Silverman money, man. Sarah Silverman. Biggs. He's riding Jason that Saving Biggs. Silverman money. Yeah. Don't don't talk bad about. Sarah I love that movie. I would ride that money too. Yeah. 50K in, in more news, <laughs> yeah, no, 50K. Um, I lost money making. We last last week we uh, we reported on uh, them having some troubles in reshooting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That has been absolutely confirmed, but the studio says that it will not push back the date. The date's still going to be. In. Oh, so they're not going to. P- so it's going to be really good. is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to reshoot. We're not. But gonna we're <laughs> keeping this we, this date for next. I'm, I'm I, I think the studio you. said that they're just going to work overtime and real hard. They're they're looking at how big a train wreck Batman versus Superman is going to be, and they're like, <laughs> bullshit. We can beat it. Yeah. Let's go back to studio, guys. <laughs> we're getting in the Guinness. <laughs> exactly. And everyone's been wondering about this. Um, the doctor is in. Toby uh, Cabell, is that right? I Toby. don't know. I don't know, the fuck we don't know I can't read your is. news. <laughs> He's um, <laughs> going the back to of your laptop <laughs> is not transparent. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be Doctor Doom in Fantastic Four, and everyone said, "I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody yeah. cares about who? that movie." If, if I say who, then really, who? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Mike knows every actor. He was in Rock and Rolla. Oh yeah, that Prince no, of man. Persia. The oh, Sands rock and roll. That was he was in Prince of Persia. He was in the Sorcerer's <laughs> Apprentice. All this gold, <laughs> rock and roll, man. That was only what like <laughs> ten years ago. But he oh, is God, in the um, is, the I upcoming. That That's an old movie. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of it before. Right now, it, it, it was a uh, it, it was, was a Guy Ritchie yeah, British Guy gangster Ritchie movie from like the early mid two thousands. Like the worst one. It was ever good, what? but I mean. I mean, it's no Sky Ritchie no British snitch. gangster movie. Wow, yeah. I've, I've never <laughs> heard of those. He's before. expanding his horizons. Exactly. He was really stretching. <laughs> he's also going to be in the new Dawn of uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and the World of Warcraft movie. Warcraft. You were just like you're doing the opposite of blowing my skirt up. Like it's like <laughs> stuck to <laughs> like, my legs right stop. now. Stop. <laughs> hey, I, I'm actually excited for the new uh, Planet of the Apes. I. Just because I want to see where it goes. I, like well, it. I didn't hate the last one. The movie was good, but it wasn't something like, oh, man, I can't. I don't care. Well, I'm just like, I'm like, I still don't see how they're going to take over the world. from. The yeah, I've, I've seen two Planet of the Apes movies. I saw the original one, and I saw the Mark War- Wahlberg remake on oh. a bet. And I won't lost. watch any more. Don't the one they made was not bad. Yeah, the new one no, wasn't bad. No, I heard bad. it wasn't bad. It's but interesting. I, I'm just, no. I think the monkeys are going to have to kiss and the intelligence is communicable. Yeah. You have to make out with their Oh, that's awesome. Well, and there was Black apparently, I haven't, I haven't got to see it, but there was apparently a new Dawn of the uh, Planet of the Apes trailer out. Did anyone get to see that? No, I didn't no. actually. It's probably, is it a teaser or is it an official trailer? Um... It's it's a minute long, so I assume it's probably just kind of a teaser. But or it's yeah. like Mike. just the title zooming in from yeah, a mile that, away, and like, <laughs> like <laughs> monkey noises. But um, <laughs> I'm I mean I'm excited no, to see where it new goes. New Paris Hilton movie <laughs> <laughs> or <Wow>. Disturbed. <laughs> um, also, Godzilla. Um, 
they gave like we finally get a Godzilla close up in the new Godzilla trailer. Let me guess, he's a giant lizard with with spines on his back. But he breathes fire, and he goes. Breeze fire. Yeah. See Brent Spiner. He was in Independence Day, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I love Brent oh, Spiner. Yeah. What I else do. has Brent Spiner been in other than Independence Day? <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> say it with a straight uh, face. Star Trek. Star what? Stargate? Star Trek. Is that like uh, a race movie? Yes, it is. <laughs> Where people take spaceships They're and racing race into across the, the universe. <laughs> okay, guys. Hit warp NOS. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Walker was in it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Does Lord. somebody Until like put died. liquid Schwartz into the gas tank? Is that <laughs> what happened? And they yeah. make star burnouts. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> going with the news. TJ's derailing this. That Disney has confirmed that the filming of Star Wars has begun. Sweet title started. screen. TJ's going to give us some bullshit about this too now. No, <laughs> I just... I, I, I stand by my convictions on Star Wars. So. That is going to be amazing. As soon as we hit stop, sure. TJ, TJ I want you to know something. I was recently bequeathed a uh, Django Fett bobblehead, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's going to make it into your car somehow. <laughs> Trunk. Glued onto the it Glued dash. into your windshield right in your Super field glued. of view. If it's, if it's my... Don't put it on Laura's car, please, because that's what I'm driving tonight. Oh, well, ooh, get you even more trouble. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. She loves Jango Fett. Oops, no, too she late. doesn't want me... No. Man. <laughs> the yoke's on our face because the joke's already done. <laughs> I'll glue um, it to one of your uh, hubcaps in your Prius. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, one last thing with the, all our film news. Uh, m- me, Mike, and Nate were lucky enough to be able to see... Captain America Winter, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. and there were a lot Star of trailers on Jared there. That were, uh, yeah, there were a lot of trailers on there that were, you know, whatever. These are look like fine movies, but there was one that I had not heard of up to this point called Lucy. Totally, was that about Scarlett Johansson and Morgan Freeman? Does Morgan Freeman play Charlie Brown? No. <laughs> That one took your a jokes second. That was a suck. Second. Stop <laughs> laughing at your own jokes. You're not funny. That's that joke was just so right, bad. Let me, guys. We need y'all to write in to the podcast and let us know who is least funny, me or TJ. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's a tie. So t- to give you to give you guys a, a light synopsis, TJ thinks it's so funny his face, an entire <laughs> head has turned on his red. Drink. It's turned red. I'm laughing at you guys' reactions to it. <laughs> More than anything. <laughs> Your own biggest fan. <laughs> He's just smugging it up. Anyway, so for, for some reason, Scarlett Johansson's in China. Life. She's in China. Is she in China? She's in China. China? Not a night in China. She's in the actual oh. country. Anyway. I was to say, this is a better movie than I thought it would be. <laughs> X-Pac <laughs> cameo? No. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh, I guess these gangsters uh, take her prisoner and put some kind of package in her in her guts. <laughs> they do like surgery they, 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 on her. They surgically implant something, some kind of package in in her body. They say she has to transport this. Yeah. Well, it starts to uh, it looks leak. Like a I Saul guess. movie. Almost yeah. The and then uh, they cut to Morgan Freeman going, you know, people only use ten percent yeah. of the, which is bullshit. People 10% only of use ten percent of their mind. Yeah, and they the, haven't the, been to Columbia uh, County. Yeah, and the <laughs> <laughs> it's less than that. Uh, anyway, so apparently whatever the contents of this starts to, I guess, excrete or leak into her body and starts unlocking her full potential 
and giving her basically superpowers. It starts out like ninja abilities. It's like twenty percent, and it's the yeah, and then it slowly becomes. I mean, uh, I the only thing that can happen is she uses one hundred percent, and she becomes a ball of energy, like Einstein said. Yeah. So that's the whole movie. I ruined it. But it gets cool. But it looks like, cool. Yeah, she's she like, like they freeze time, time. deatomize like, things. She can like look. She can see computer code. Like and like she's like in the air. She yeah. can see like different waves and stuff. Yeah, she basically can uh, can see all wavelengths, all frequencies, and interpret them as data as they are like cell phone conversations and we'll things see, like that. We'll see if we can find the trailer and put it up because it looks pretty good. And if you've heard about it, like, tell us about Yeah, I didn't hear about it Why haven't all. y'all told us about this? Like, you, uh, I think it was under the radar. Yeah, it really was it, because it was the level of trailer lore. Like, at first I was like, I don't care about this movie at first because it really, I was like, what did it make it Limitless 2? I swear to God, that's what I thought. Well, it, it looked pretty lame at first. Yeah. Like, oh, she's being hostage. And then it yeah. got slowly but way cool. as her powers got bigger and bigger, I was like, this looks really good, actually. Like, I am. And I guess it's just, just like her, like, being up there with all the Marvel movies she's been coming out in. I mean, she's, yeah. she's always been a big actress, but now she's an action star, well, which is really cool. You know what's weird? And this is sort of off topic. But it seems like when people get into action roles, they feel like they're being typecast. The only other yeah. only other role I can think of are romantic comedies or comedies. But I, I feel like she's going to complain in like a year or two that she's being typecast as an action star. And and when Ghost World came out and Lost in Translation, Ghost like World, man. man, that is the farthest from back when she was hideous. Yeah, no Ghost World. What else? Was she in Ghost World? Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. it was her. It was her and Thora Birch from American Beauty. Man, I don't remember that. I'll have to watch that movie. Who, as a side note, had to sign a disclaimer in American Beauty to show her breasts. Her parents did. Oh yeah, because she was fifteen. Her dad was like a super weird porn star, though. It was like I've read a lot. John John Holmes. I've read a lot of his work. Seymour Butts. (laughs) Yeah. Evan Stone. Let's go on. How many male porn stars do I know? Randy Spears. Nathan Cockman. <laughs> um, hey! <laughs> so we're going to move on to video games, video games, video games. Um, oh, yeah! Well, actually, uh, Terry, Terry is, is our, really our excited. Res- he's our resident porn st- expert. Yeah. <laughs> Man! <laughs> you go on that website and you just Google dicks? <laughs> screen fills up, bro! Really, Terry? <laughs> the dicks. screen fills up. <laughs> I feel like uh, Terry... Just wasn't paying attention at all <laughs> while we were talking. Nah, well, man. He's watching right. the Lucy trailer. I'm good. <laughs> anyway, Terry. Terry's uh, had a little too much to drink tonight already. Terry being a expert uh, video game guy. Uh, Terry, what's the uh, best game, hands down, in your uh, opinion, sir? Man, I love Frogger. You can hit by that car and man can start all over again. He's a classics man. What can I say? Uh, I did that last year. <laughs> man, it just came out. <laughs> Terry is a little, uh, I would call him poor. I think poor, poor is the word. Yeah, yeah. He's poor. A- <laughs> so the Atari's still cutting edge. So. <laughs> yeah, man. He has. He, I let him borrow all my cassette tapes. Man, it's freaking out, man. <laughs> Portable music's crazy. <laughs> Just getting <laughs> kids on the block, man. Hang <laughs> so. Anyway, so what's the video game news? Video games. All right. Uh, Alien Isolation. We talked about that. I think. Um, yeah. Looks amazing. Looks really. I bet really it's gonna good. suck, but it looks awesome. Well, I hope it doesn't. But it's got it's got an October seventh release date now. Too soon. 
<laughs> I know, isn't that nice? <laughs> Too soon? Maybe. Nice. That's good. That's a good date. That's a I well. Mean, that's when I think most of the bigger ones for Christmas. Survival started. horror is one of my favorite genres, and they just don't really explore it anymore. Like it, it's more indie now. Like that game Outlast, uh, where you're stuck in a, you're a reporter stuck in I guess I don't know if it's a mental institution. There's a, a killer after you. Had a lot of hype around it. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, the fact is, is that it was a Steam release. Oh, okay. And it seems like action horror is pretty popular now, but survival horror you kind of gotten away with. The only thing that's really still out there is Dead Space, and that in and of itself is becoming action horror as well, yep. which I'm not a big fan of. So survival, that would be <coughs> like origin, uh, original Resident Evil? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's yep. limi- it's, it, it's uh, you're underpowered and have very limited resources. Gotcha. I hate okay. this type of game. <laughs> I love like Silent Hill. I, I, they used to scare the crap out of me as a kid, but... I gained a huge appreciation for them later in life. Yeah, I started up Outlast the other night on PS4. Oh, it's available now? Yeah. I'm it it was it was free on PlayStation Plus like a month ago. Oh, I don't have PlayStation Plus. Oh, well, you suck. Anyway, I got it for give, free. Give, give me a free one, Mr. ASM. Yeah, no. Anyway. <laughs> um, what, what about me? Yeah, the, the lights cut said off. You yeah. Uh, anyway, I played up until the lights cut off, and then I was like, no, nah, bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not too, like too games crazy. like that get into me. Like, yeah, I was, no. When Doom came out on uh, the original Xbox oh on the computer, man. God, Doom Three. Uh, yeah, Doom Three. Yeah, yeah, not on the computer. Uh, I would Doom. Say, yeah. Doom. Uh, Doom. 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 <laughs> no, no, quiz outside of rock here, sir. Yeah. But yeah, Doom Three. I was playing it. What do you? God, that freaked me out, man. That game was just like. I had to wear a diaper. I'd wet myself well, so much. During the there was play. a very underrated survival horror game that came out along with the original Xbox 360. It was called Condemned. Yeah, I remember. It that, was yeah. so good. God, it was good. Was it good? I, I used to see it all the time, but I never played it. I mean, your FBI forensics expert who basically fights hobos and it goes crazier from there. But if you got, <laughs> if you guys have a three wait, wait, you're an FBI agent that fights hobos. Okay, yeah, uh, and it uh, gets uh, crazy. You, you're <laughs> you're on the trail of a serial killer, and you end up in these condemned buildings, uh, tracking his murders, and it's very cool. I actually want to play it again. It was that good. Anyway, if you have uh, Xbox 360 and have what is it, three dollars now? If that, <laughs> maybe, maybe go go to go to your local GameStop and pick it up used because it's amazing. It's worth yep. your time. The second Plug. one has this giant bear chase you, and the only thing it says on the screen doesn't say like "fight the bear" or anything. It says "run." <laughs> <laughs> the second one was way weird. Yeah, but you yeah. played it? No, I've heard I don't think that. you did. No, I don't play as type of stuff. Yeah, because it's first person. All right, yeah. so Alien comes Aliens out October c- October seventh, and also I'm if you happen it. to be an Alien fan, and you're a fan of the Hobbitses of Lord of the Rings. Shadow of Mordor comes out also on October seventh. I haven't oh. played a uh, a uh, a good Lord of the Rings game. I don't I think there is one. I, is I, I go Lord of the Rings. Well, it's very good. I played one when PS two first came out. I got uh-huh. one, uh, which was it was semi fun. I mean, it was just in the sense where you really run around fighting people. There was no great story, but I you know I had just got my PS two, so I was like, these graphics look amazing. But they've continued to make them. I mean, are they usually of caliber, or are they kind of hit, hit and miss? There's some hit or miss yeah. ones, but a couple good ones. Um, this one, War I'm in the North, is pretty good. That was one that I was I was wondering about. Most of the other ones, I've played a few of them, and they're just very meh. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they're based off a of movie and book series that usually doesn't go well. But this one looks like it might be pretty good. Yeah. You're supposed to be a wraith-afflicted ranger. Um 
in the storyline. You're mm-hmm. one of the rangers that was defending Mordor. And Sauron comes back. You become uh, one of the Wraith people, and you're you're pissed off about how everything how everything went down. So now you're fighting through Mordor and trying to fight uh, uh, Sauron. Elves and, and shit. Yeah. Well, not elves. Not you're elves. fighting the uh, oh, orcs, fight- the orcs, and the uh, uh, goblins. Okay. And stuff. okay, okay, I gotcha. I but gotcha. That, so it takes place from what you can see mostly in Mordor. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. And it's when Mordor wasn't all uh, decayed and everything. It was before all the decay came in. Um, oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. It's a prequel. Yeah, it's a it's a prequel. Okay. So it's going to be terrible in, in uh, probably, in your but the gameplay might be good. Yeah, the gameplay might be good, but the storyline's <laughs> the not going to be great. That world is so rich of stuff that if done correctly, they could keep getting stuff out of it. It's just, and I would hope so because I mean, this isn't a, a cash grab that I would think because there's nothing. I mean, besides the Hobbit, yeah. And so I mean, I would hope the fact that they're making this, and especially next generation, there's some hope that it's just not a throwaway. I think it's too yeah. early, too early in a generation for a bunch of throwaway games. Yeah, it is. Now, what what was that last um, Star Wars game? The uh, Un Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. That was kind of a the pretty f- cool game, but that had a really good story. The to first, it. One first one was, was great. Really good. Really good. Yeah. The second one. Right. The second one. I was didn't just play the, the second Same one. thing. It was just. That's what I figured. It well, it it wasn't a, a bad game. It was just really short. Uh, yeah. That was storyline was like four hours, I think. The, it was that game taught me the entire reason why, at the beginning of every God of War or the beginning of every Metroid game, they take away all the powers that you've earned mm-hmm. from the first one, because you start out way too powerful in oh, Force okay. Unleashed in, Two. In the second one, you have yeah. all your powers. Yeah, you have all your powers that you had in the second in the first game. Plus, you have two lightsabers now. Plus, you can mind control people right Man. from the start of the game. And it's just so there's no challenge. There's to there's it. hardly. I mean, there's some challenge here and there, but it's yeah. really not. That game had yeah, because the first one was just so good. I mean, I didn't even have much of an interest, and everyone's like, "You got to play this game." So my buddy let me borrow one, and I was stuck. I mean, like, I usually am a type of person I'll play an hour, maybe two, and then I stop. I was four or five hours binge playing, like uh, going slow and checking stuff out. Because the first one didn't have a terribly long storyline. I think I beat no. it in a week. Yeah. And yeah. for me, that's a big achievement because I usually take a while to beat a game because I play so sporadically. So I, w- I was very impressed with that one. So second one, I was like buying it launch day, man. Went and got it and never been more disappointed <laughs> in my $60 purchase in my life. No. But I have the first one, so yeah, I think I offered it. To you, Raymond. I was like, that's true. I was that's like, true. You can, you're more than welcome to have it. it. <laughs> See, well, you got a, You were like, yeah, you know, maybe. So here goes a free game, Ray. Nah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's man. a bit steep. Is you that throwing the, a dollar? Yeah. I'll take. Is it. that the best deal you can do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a deal man. Yeah. I'm looking for a deal. Free I, is pretty good, I but if you're offering you, a yeah. first time free. Uh, can I get a better yeah. deal? I, I, I probably could have been like, hey, man, give me three bucks. <laughs> All right, man. That sounds good. <laughs> Let me give you something. Ah, man, I don't know if I want your crap. <laughs> well, um, one of the last things I've got on here is um, video game news, too. Amy Henning, the writer and director of un- the Uncharted series, is going to um, lead in the development of a new Star Wars game that's being made by... Uh, visceral games, the people that Ooh, developed visceral, Dead Space. Dead Space, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So uh, th- there is a possibility of us having uh, the you know segue another Star Wars game that might be pretty pretty cool. 
Um, Amy Hennig is one of my favorite video game creative people ever. Um, she was not only responsible for the writing on the first three Uncharted games, mm-hmm. she also was the head writer on most of the Legacy of Kane games as well. Yeah. And In the industry for a long time then. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and also, um, this Star Wars game is going to be entirely based on Boba Fett. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Never that's mind. not that's not real. Hey, that's not real. you know, if you're gonna start turn a a silk purse out of a sow's ear, I mean, I guess that's who you're gonna have to get. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like it might be. It might have some hope, which is nice because, you know, Disney bought out, um, Star Wars and then just closed down. Yeah, because they were yeah, they were yeah. they were developing Star Wars thirteen thirteen and they just scrapped the whole thing. The I whole thing. they were basing that. the game on Boba Fett and they're like, what the fuck are we doing? We can't be throwing away that kind of money. No, I remember watching <laughs> the uh, the preview gameplay of thirteen thirteen. It looked uh, really good. It looked really good. Yeah, I admit. I, I was I was like, man, this is gonna be awesome. And then all of a sudden, like, well, we're gonna cancel that. Yeah, it, I, it, I, a lot of people were upset about that. I think you yeah. get Boba Fett out of that game. You got a real good game going. Well, anytime they they launch previews like that, it gets people so excited. So now they have all this excitement. They're like, we're not doing that. Just like, <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> like, I was really looking forward to this. It's like when a girl tells you that, you know, if you come over to her party, they're going to hang out, and you get there, and they hit you with uh, balloons full of urine. Okay. <laughs> well, that sounds like Michael Scott joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, that reminds me on Reddit. Uh, there was an awkward penguin uh, meme, and it starts out, girl invites me over to her apartment at 2 a.m. to bake cookies. Literally bakes cookies. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a good time, man. <laughs> 2 a.m. cookies are the best. Eat your cookies, man. Yeah. Well, is that it for the news? That's it for the news. So we'll be back, and we're going to talk about some deep stuff this podcast. Like buttholes. Yeah. Manly men stuff. It's pretty deep. <laughs> Hang in there. It's nerds who get laid. Sometimes. Welcome back to Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. <laughs> well, we're not arguing about my use of air quotes during the podcast. No, we're not doing that. Absolutely oh, not. No, we're, we're discussing men. current yeah, we're events. Right. Yeah. And we discuss serious things. Yeah, we had a gasoline drinking contest. <laughs> we all won. <laughs> yeah, quick recap of what we've been talking about is uh, we miss Blaze and Mike uses air quotes a lot while we podcast. A lot. But doesn't, but doesn't do use them in real life. Doesn't use them in real life. You have a conversation with Mike, his hands literally say to his side. Put a mic in front of him. Air, Air quotes, quotes galore, man. Well, I, w- I want the listeners to know I'm <laughs> implying. <laughs> if I was a vampire, I'd be Vlad the Implier. <laughs> Beautiful. See, it's good we came back because that was a good joke. No, we we lost so much <laughs> gold. All right. Get over it. Whatever. So. Ray, we can just put those other segments at the yeah. very end Yukon of the podcast. Cornelius right? will be pissed off about how much gold we just lost. <laughs> <laughs> Really, that's the funniest shit. <laughs> Sends Nathan into coughing fits. Coughing fits. Air quotes right there. Air quotes. You need like a little bell. Ding. Yeah. No, I'm just gonna air quote so quick you can like hear the wind snap off of it like a crack of a whip. Breaking the sound barrier. So guys, every year, breaking my heart. Movies come out right. 
every year, like every clockwork. Year. Like <laughs> clockwork. <laughs> Movies, like every month. video games, comics. Well, yeah, but yeah. the big blockbusters, one that you get excited for. You look, you see the previews like we're seeing now, and it's 2015, 2016. There's two in January, two in December, and May to August is usually gold. Yes, and there's all these huge, great blockbusters that you get so excited for. But then there's always the flip side of all these this crap that schlock, comes out. I would call it yeah. schlock. And I'm not talking about the level of uh, Transmorphers. I'm not talking about those type of movies. Knock, mop, not Mockbusters. Yeah. So you're talking like grown-ups, too. Yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm talking about oh the movies that come audibly out. Audibly groan <laughs> into the mic. <laughs> yeah. That they come out, and all I can think to myself is, who makes this shit? Well, let's go and get this out there. Any movie Adam Sandler has made since probably Happy Gilmore, I would say, any has has been specifically a vehicle to uh, pay his friends. Well, let's probably, but I mean, let's look at the pseudo independent movies he's made too on the side. Well, he uh, what he just punched Drunk Love, Drunk Love, Love, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. Um, that was a great movie. What was the other one? Um, You're talking about the Happy Gilmore good. movies, though. No, right. talking about anything Happy Madison. Happy Madison, Madison, Madison. Madison. That's what he, I mean. Happy he Madison. Comedic, comedic movies. The best Happy Madison movies are the movies he's not in. Yeah, I agree. Like Grandma's like Boy. Grandma's Boy is Grandma's really Boy's fantastic. Yeah. Love that movie. Never look at Lara Croft the same again. <laughs> but, and Adam Sandler is actually a great person to kind of hone in on. Uh, I mean, but I mean in a general sense, but he's one of those people that these movies come out and you you see it especially as an adult and i understand there's always going to be like movies made for 13 year olds i mean that's just their fart jokes and everything but i wouldn't even consider a 13 year old movie well grown ups to me is the flip side something that comes out like jack and jill just this horrible horrible movie i can see a 13 year old being like that looks funny but when you come out of the movie like uh like well like the new one that's coming out uh with him and drew barrymore see how are you coming out of that movie thinking that though well, I mean, well, when you watch these previews, <laughs> my my whole oh, okay, thing. What okay. I'm trying to say is, You're no, going I'm previews. not. I'm not. Okay. No, I would never watch these movies. That's what I'm saying. The, I see the preview, and I'm like, but this these movies horrible. are getting made. But they're getting made, droves. and people are going to see them. And, people are going to see them. And the other thing is, they're making sequels off of them. You get stuff like the Extendables. I see the first one. I understand it. I understand the the need for it's this this cheesy blockbuster action movie, and I understand. Okay, this is. But the fact that it keeps coming out. Or the Hangover, the Hangover series. The first one was great, but then they come out to two, which was rehashed crap. But then they got a number three out of that, and it's the same movie. Yeah. I think it's the same movie, all three movies. And well, and you and you have a lot of stuff that, like, twenty years later, we're gonna do a sequel to it, like with the prequels for Star Wars. We always harp on those. The uh, the sequel to Indiana Jones: The Crystal Skull. Goonies two. Um, Goonies two that they're talking oh, about why are doing. They doing that? And I like the, what what was the latest Rocky that they did? Well, Rocky Balboa, but, but that was good. Yeah, see, I didn't see that. I'm just saying, like, it's a flip side. Twenty years things, later, yeah. and the question that I usually I try and ask, and, and the biggest one, uh, or the easiest question to ask, is why? Why do they make these movies? And who are the people that are going to see them? And Mike has an interesting theory that I actually really enjoyed, where they make these lesser quality films. But if they're semi-successful, to use that money to refund to the bigger movies. Um, I can't say it was like a solid theory, but you kind of spoke of that. And I thought it was a, a kind of an interesting point of view to look at it. I, I think at its root, and I'll let you get back to it real okay, quick, yeah, it's that it's the revenue generators. They know people will see this certain type of movie, so they keep making this movie. Well, it, 
what I what I, the point I was going to throw in is that you have different people making different movies for different reasons. Um, some of these movies are just like you said, revenue generators. They're just going to make money. Like, but there's other yeah. people that are actual artists that want to make films. That's why during the nineties or you know eighties and nineties, you had this huge bust of independent films. And then the, what did the studio see? What did the big shot see? They saw all these independent films that had this independent look. I'm now I'm doing the air quotes all over the place. Um, you can hear the air quotes. I know so. I'm italicizing yeah. my words as I talk. Um, but th- they have this independent feel. So what do the big budgets start doing? Indie. They start doing indie was buying born. up indie film companies or making their own indie film companies. And now they're marketing that kind of stuff. Awkward people and offbeat soundtrack. That's an indie movie to Hollywood. Absolutely. W- what it becomes is a formula. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is X plus Y equals yeah. Z. They know exactly what they need to make to get dollars. You well, know, your average guy that just likes an action movie to come in, or your average Ray hipster to go see the Wes Anderson looking Felix. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that new Wes Anderson film was great. But see, even to me, that himself is just doing a formula. That's why all those movies always look pretty much exactly the same. Well, the the, the thing, and I, I I kind of akin Wes Anderson to to Sylvester Stallone in this sense in his Rocky series is that they may be the same. But there's passion behind it. Yeah, you know, the, uh, you may not like the Wes Anderson there's, movies. There's passion behind Rocky Five. Yeah, yeah, actually, there is. I yeah, think, I, think I that's mean, a solid story. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, Rocky Five. I mean, uh, he, he he has permanent brain damage. Oh, no, you know, his, his uh, oh. his you know, I, I think even Rocky Five has some merit to it. I mean, uh, the, he loses everything, you know, and goes back to the neighborhood, you know, that he started from. It wasn't the best Rocky, but I feel like. Uh, the only thing that's inexcusable is the the goddamn robot in Rocky Four. I hate that yeah, thing. Yeah, I do hate that. <laughs> but yeah. other than that, I feel like Rocky Balboa was, I think, a good example because it was a reboot. What, fifteen, twenty years afterwards? Yeah. And it was so good, but it was a reboot, or not a reboot. It was it, it was a, a a sequel. It had a general. S- to me, Balboa had a good uh, period at the end of a story, while something like the Rambo movie, I thought, was just. Uh, there was no reason for that. It, there wasn't no need to tell that the later half of his well, story. Well, there was there was nothing there. It was just a Rambo character. Yeah, that in was my mind. Rambo yeah. as a character. Yeah. died at the end of Rambo one to me. Yeah, I feel that's a pretty good. That is. Uh, I don't know. There was that really good love connection, love scene in in Rambo two. Yeah. With the with with the lady who played the hot Chinese lady in Sidekicks. It literally <laughs> lasted about thirty seconds. He saved her life, and then she got shot. <laughs> it was well, beautiful though. And pretty eyes though. And on the indie front, that's and that's kind of uh the Hollywood finding the formula. I'm even thinking on like the blockbusters, like uh some some of the stuff when I was in the research, like, you know, when you get something like the Dark Knight, you get Catwoman. Now who at the studio was you know, going through all the project, you know, the the prior production looking at costume designs and they said everything that we've done so far looks good. Let's green light this and continue it. It's almost like Catwoman was way before The Dark Knight, though. I, I think Catwoman came out around counter, Batman Your Counter. You get no, a good movie. It came out well before that. I that's, not, that's not the argument I'm making. I'm saying for every good movie you have like that, you have, you have something like Catwoman, Green Lantern, you have uh, Daredevil, all these other terrible ones. To well, and again, I say this about Daredevil and Green Lantern. If you had put them in before um, Batman Begins, or even no Spider Man two, you they'd have been decent comic book movies. But the bar has been raised on comic the bar has been raised too high at this point to for something like that 
to really stand. I, I just even I don't know when the they came out, I thought those were bad idea movies. They're not, not Daredevil, but like Catwoman. I saw yeah, the Catwoman. Trailer. Catwoman, yes. Catwoman, yes. Catwoman yeah. felt like a feeler, as in like let's see how low we could go and still profit. Yeah. But then if then again to go along with this, right? I felt like the Fantastic Four movies were like, let's just make a movie. Because like, yeah, there was there was almost no merit I, to that. I think the Fantastic Four movies were companies that did not realize that comic book movies were actual a, vi- a viable source of income. I think the Fantastic. And so they just they were going to just ham it up. Yeah, I thought the Fantastic Four movies were more of people that um, saw okay, we've got a license to um, this Marvel comic series, and. We're going to treat it as generic superhero movie yeah. instead of what the Fantastic Four actually is. Fantastic Four is actually more like the Incredibles. Yeah, because you've said you've yeah, said DJ said before the Incredibles is the best Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Well, like in the sense they made the first one, which didn't do too good, and they're like, "Well, let's make a second one," which was a chance to almost save it. And I, I haven't watched the second one in a long time, but I remember I watched, I watched the second one and thinking, "This isn't that bad." Like you know, Silver Surfer kind of looked cool, there, but then. Uh, you get Galactus, and it was just like this giant cloud. What are you doing? Stellar dust. And and that's yeah. the thing. Like, um, and I understand there's a flip side to that. You know, uh, the other is we have this giant man that comes. The, but I would actually. That's what everyone knows that. in yeah. comic books. Yeah. I, I, you know, if you're they, making a comic book yeah. movie, yeah, I think they underestimate the power of how fans, you know, what they'll what they'll take and what they'll digest. You know, there there's always going to be. You know, we'll give a little because we understand they have to make sacrifices, but we don't want you to just crap over our franchise. Yeah, I mean, you look at Thor in the comic books, and you then you you honestly don't think they can really translate that to the movies, and then you watch the Thor movies in Avengers, and you're like, okay, they pulled it off. Yeah, you know, I think they could pull off an actual Galactus from the comic books. Oh, absolutely, I think they could too. The the general feel I think of most comic book movies and the way they kind of market it to the mass audiences is there's a higher thread of realism into it, and which is very strange with the Fantastic Four movie because there is a silver clad guy who surfs through space, but like we can't have you know a giant dude who consumes planet. He, he got to be a force of nature. Yeah, and the silver yeah. surfer and that really made no sense. Well, yeah, he's and you have a rock cloud. man, an invisible girl, a stretchy man, and a fireman. Yeah, that that movie already could ha- could have and should have went balls the wall all out comic book, and they yeah. didn't do yeah. it. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to do it in this new remake. No, yeah. well, I don't I, think in, I don't think most of these other companies have like got it with like the Marvel characters you can make them as comic booky as you want the Spider-Man look like they're they're going to do it the X-Men still aren't doing it and I don't think they're going to do it in Days of Future Past but you can make this stuff so incredible comic booky and people eat it up well because yeah. in the beginning I can understand there's a big fear that one they don't want to get too hokey because like you know look at what happened with like the Batman movies because I will say like when you got like uh, Batman and Robin and stuff. You know the characters were getting closer to the comic look. I mean, you got Mister Freeze and a giant ice pack, and although it is Schwarzenegger and all the other terrible ideas they made, they were they were going for the look, and it almost backfired. But at the same time, they weren't trying to you know put that that realism that grit See, to it. It was I more cartoon. I feel like with that they had I don't remember how far in he went, but um. Tim Burton was doing this stuff, and instead of going comic booky, they just went weirdo. Because even like the Bane no. character, in it was that wasn't Tim. He, yeah, that Tim was Burton left after the second one. 
Oh, I thought he did at least three. No, 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 he did not? the first okay. two. No, Schumacher did the second two. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did the second but game. at that point, like they're they're just weirdo. They're like Bane does not look like Bane from the comic book. He's yeah. this giant green guy. And but I think the fear is that they they kind of they were going weird comic book, but they weren't staying true to the source material. So now the comic book resurgence happens now, and they're like, well, you know, if we go too true, remember what happened with Batman and Robin? It's like, well, it got big and cartoony but they weren't staying true to the source exactly and i think that's if you stay true to the source you have such good material why are you trying to put your own spin on everything well and i mean we can go into um other other sources sources things like game of thrones which is a tv show and it stays true but it's staying pretty true to its source um lord of the rings all that stuff stayed really true to the source and um, that was like that's out of control stuff. That we're talking about yeah. hobbits and orcs and st- and dragons yeah. and stuff, but I mean it was with, good with Game of Thrones. And I'm I mean you can tell they're on a, a pseudo limited budget, but they have I don't know how to describe it. With I mean I've only seen it a looks few like episodes, they have people with good they taste have, working. Yeah, on they it. have uh, you know they have a strong production ethic. It looks like that they they yeah. go in there and they they really I mean they may not have a huge budget. They don't but have they a do, blockbuster movie budget. They don't have a blockbuster movie budget, but they go into it and they do the best of what they can. They do um, well. They film it the well, sense, which is yeah. a big yeah. thing. Like it, it's the cinematography looks great. It has a very good look to it. Um, and like I said, I think they know their budget. So I think so many people they either try and go above their budget, and so it looks cheesy because they went way beyond their means. Yeah. And with them, they're like, all right, this is our budget. We got to stay within it because if we go bigger, we're just gonna we're gonna they're gonna have to cut costs on other things, which is gonna make it look bad. Exactly. And, and they're very smart about that. And what what always worries me whenever comic book movies comes out, and I almost feel I feel I owe it to go watch comic book movies. Well, and uh, this was one thing because um, we we had kind of well, we've talked about we kind of pre-talk about this stuff and write stuff out. Um, <clears throat> I think that because I was going to say the same thing when these comic book movies come out, even though I don't care about some of the characters, I don't like I don't, I've never cared about Ghost Rider. But when that first movie came out, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. No, I saw it because no, you I didn't. worry that if it if they, if it's not semi-successful, Hollywood says well, it's over. You that, know? There's and that, but also like. Me being a nerd means that I'm somewhat of a collector, and I even if I'm not collecting things, I'm collecting experiences. So I have to collect that. On on, see, I feel a little bit differently about about the comic book movies. Um, most comic book movies, I'll watch. I'll read a review first. I'll watch a review. Or I'll talk to other people that have seen it first. Uh, the Marvel Studios movies are the first movies to where I've made an exception to that. And Spider-Man 3, I made an exception to that, which bit <laughs> me in the ass. Yeah. But the first Big two time. were so good to me. Well, they had such a good, yeah, reputation yeah. for it. And then the second, and then the the first and second one were great, and I still consider the second one probably the best comic book movie that's been put out. But the the third Spider-Man movie just bit me in the ass for that. So bad. It so was. Bad. It was. And but um, the Marvel Studios movies to this point have not done that to me. Yeah. The only one I haven't seen in the, in the theater since Iron Man 1 has been Avengers. And that was due to financial circumstances opening the shop and everything at the time. So I couldn't go see it. But um, everything else, though, I've watched it. But I won't. I didn't go see Ghost Rider. I have never seen the second one. No, um, I, I, when I saw the trailer enough. to the second one, I had already yeah. seen the first one. I'm I like, actually, I'm out. I've actually... Yeah. Thought been kicking around the idea of going to see it because I heard I had the same thing. I was like, "This looks so dumb," 
but I read a couple of reviews where people were like, it's dumb, but it's so much fun because it's made by the same guys that like crank and stuff like that. So it's just over the top action, which isn't to me what Ghost Rider is about. But I'm no. like, you know, I was like, maybe I can just turn off the Ghost Rider part and just, all right, it's a flaming skeleton, man. But, and then w- we're kind of sticking on the comic book movies. And, and yeah. I didn't want, because no, I mean I'm more I'm of a broad strokes because you have, you know, like when the Fast and the Furious came out, like I, f- I saw the first one. It was whatever. You know, I didn't. I don't care for racing movies. Yeah, I'm not but the fact those. that that franchise has stuck around this long, and I, I tried to watch the one when The Rock came in because I was like, well, you know, I kind of like The Rock. Let me see this. It was horrible. It was just. Yeah. It was, and I'm like, who keeps going to watch these every time? So we're making well, multi what's billion What's the new? Ones. What's the new one that's coming out that I keep seven? The Need for Speed. Yeah, huh. Need for Speed. It's the same thing, but it's not. I keep getting them confused because I'm old. Well, yeah, um, it looks and like Alzheimer's, the same thing. but um. But it looks like the same exact movie. Yeah. Plus, there was that. There was for a while. There were a couple of motorcycle ones that were the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'd, like I, movies I, like Phone Booth, like where guys stuck in a phone booth or bury. They come out with these movies, and I just I ask, who is who's watching them? You know, like who is it? Just the average guy that's sitting around on a Friday, and he, all right, I've seen the blockbuster. <laughs> Let me go watch this. There's nothing you, else out you, there. You want to know the people who are going to buy it? Just go to Walmart at like five o'clock in the afternoon. Just smack everybody that's in there, and that those are the people that are watching those yeah. movies. But those movies come out, and then on the flip side, what and what it is is those movies come out and they're successful. What happens is we have a higher taste value, so we like better movies. So it's kind of our fault at the same time that we're not getting the better movies at a higher value. Because I was going through a list of movies that came out that failed. And it wasn't until later on where they became, you know, cult classics yeah. to people. And just to name a few, it was uh, Fight Club, Budok Saints, The Crying Game, Office Space, The Iron Giant. Even Shawshank Redemption Did not was a failure yeah. when that came out. And it, it kind of comes to us. It's like you, it's your job as a, a moviegoer to go watch those movies. If a movie looks semi-good, why are you not going to watch it? Because what happens if they when the, the studio takes that chance and they put a couple million dollars into a high-quality movie with story and you don't support it, they say, well, that's it for a while. They're not going to try it. So well, you have to take responsibility as a, as, a, as a viewer of going to watch these movies. To be fair, a lot of those movies you named were made in the early to mid-'90s. Which at that point, um, I barely it. had disposable income, and I doubt that you two, uh, Mike and Nathan, there had. I went and saw pretty much most. Of them. Besides Shawshank Redemption, that's early, yeah. really nice. But uh, you saw Boondock Saints in theater. I saw Fight Club. Okay, because Boondock Saints was on a limited release. Bo- saw Saints. I didn't. Um, yeah. Which their one? Well, and that's I what, think we went that's what I was going to say. A lot of these, a lot of these kind of films. No, Boondock the, Saints had a pretty big release. No, it didn't. They are you sure? Yeah, oh. they dumbed it down because it happened. It was coming out during right after nine eleven, so yeah. they axed all of the promotional stuff for it yeah. and gave it a limited release. So, and a lot of these, the re- like after the fact, um, DVD sales or what? Like uh, same thing with uh, Firefly. Yeah. Firefly died. It had great reviews. Um, people liked it. Fox put it on air in the wrong order. People still loved it and then when it came out on dvd the fans they got behind it, it. crap ass night too didn't they yeah it's like yeah. friday at nine or ten some yeah lame yeah slot. why it, yeah so it, it had everything against it except for it was a good good thing and the fans <clears throat> um were the ones that like hey you haven't seen firefly here it's the same thing with that kind of stuff because boondock saints i remember it was a couple of years after it released a friend of mine was like have you ever heard of this movie boondock saints yeah. i was like no 
But I, I bought it, and it's really good. Do you want to watch it? And we watched it, and I was like, why haven't I ever heard of this? Yeah, the movie and then I did some like research, and that, that's why. But um, <clears throat> a lot of those, after the well, fact, other movies like... Was uh, Christian Bale? Is it Equilibrium? I can Equilibrium, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. Never, that was a great movie, but the it didn't do good. Um, Machine is good, but that that's definitely that falls under like more the indie. indie flick of it. And I think box box office isn't necessarily what studios should be looking at as much nowadays. I think I mean box office has to make some money, but I mean with some of these with a lot of these films that you're talking about, um, no DVD sales have just murdered whatever the box office sales were or yeah. could have been. Well, I think they do take that into consideration. They're doing smarter things. Like now, I'll see a movie come out, and within a couple of weeks, I can get it on Prime. I can pay for the, the full movie. Yeah. Um, and it's still in the theater. You know, like I can go home yeah. right now if I want to. And, you know, I, there's a few movies that when I was thinking about going to see a movie, I was like, this is still in the theater. I can pay the 20 bucks and own it. And they're smart because while the movie's still in people's heads, you can go ahead and buy it and own it. And they're not having to pay all the overhead like they do with well, uh, the they theaters. Don't, they don't have to do the promotion for the releasing of the film and then the promotion for yeah. the releasing of the DVD as much because they can all be the same thing. Yeah. And it comes out, it's the studio's fault also because marketing plays a big part. How big do you market it? Do you know how to market it? Yeah. And uh, they'll make a movie and they don't know what to do with it. It's just like, how do I put this out there? Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. Sometimes a movie comes out and they're like, you know, do you. Sweeney Todd comes to mind just because they marketed it so wrong. Um, and I and I won't even say it's like that great of a movie, but it was one of those movies. I saw the preview. I was like, that looks like a cool action movie. Like, you know, it's Johnny Depp running around with a, a knife. I had no idea about musicals at the time. Yeah. So I go to the theater and I'm, you know, like this movie. And then people start singing. I'm like, what the hell that is was probably going on? I think that movie was a special case, though, because Sweeney Todd is a well-known uh, musical so I feel like they didn't need to. I read though that that was a purpose the way they market it. Like they want they market Trip it to make people. yeah, and they do that with a lot of movies. They'll try and make it look bigger. Well, and and then afterwards there were so many people that I know that just because it was Johnny Depp and Tim Burton, these people oh, yeah. would have never in their entire life stepped into a musical, but they were tricked into it. Yeah. Went saw it and we're like, oh, I like musicals now. My favorite musical is Sweeney Todd, and I'm like, Ugh, yeah, come on, that's guys. the exact reason I've never watched that movie is because it's Johnny Depp and Tim Burton, and it's not it's good. Usually the same movie every it's time. Not, I get it's I not good. Despise musicals. I, I, I like I like some musicals. Yeah, this one. I being a musician, I can appreciate people that can make a whole damn movie out of a um, yeah. music. I, I love Jesus Christ Superstar. If you've never seen it, the soundtrack is like one of my favorite albums, much less the movie. Um, but Sweeney Todd is just not good. Yeah. I'm sorry. My two favorite musicals are South Park the movie, that's a great that, one. Yeah, and that's actually a good, that's, it's it's great. They yeah. got nominated for an Oscar for it. Yeah, and The Sound of Music. Oh come on! I hate the sound of music. <laughs> no, so I mean, much. it's uh, no, it's it's a classic musical. God, I, it I, is a classic musical. Yeah, yeah. if you it's grew a up bad musical. Yeah. <laughs> TJ's showing his old old age. Yeah, I, I admit. Even Ray scuffed at that. <laughs> yeah, but now going from the movies, there's always the flip side, and actually not in movies, but then it goes to uh, video games. Oh, video games. To me, oh, I think video games are notes. maybe. A, I don't know if they're more guilty of it or if because I'm not when I I I'm the type more of guy, guilty. Yeah, I get suckered in I well not anymore, but I used to get suckered in 
to the throwaway games way more easy than I should have. Well, like, when you were a kid as well. Yeah. Because tie-in movies with like uh, oh god, I take like it slow with movies. video games. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> yeah, no I'm doubt. still on Dragon Age one, and I'm I still haven't pulled the trigger on Dragon Age two yet. But exactly like uh, but you know, when I was young, there'd be the new blockbuster. I'm like, well, I kind of want to nag it in there. I'd be like, ah, that that's that. I think one of them was the uh, Wolverine. It was one of the Wolverine games that uh wasn't tied with the Wolverine movie. It was one where oh. it actually has him where he's Weapon X. He escapes out. And he's running through the compound and. You go with them, but it was just bad. I mean, it was X Men Origins was probably one of the funnest comic book games I played. I don't think oh I yeah, I heard that was really good. I never played it. Yeah, it seems like some of the low key ones, like Origins, and a couple of the more recent Spider Man ones are pretty good. You would good. not think Origins would have been a fun game, but it was a it was a really fun game. Yeah, movie sucked ass, but the <laughs> game was pretty fun. Yeah, but besides that, there. I mean, there is just. Tons of video game, and it kind of surprised me because video games seems like such a extensive, long thing to develop to just be half-assed about. <laughs> well, I think once <laughs> they develop certain certain parts of the game, they can just add extra little worlds to it, and stuff. Because the one I think of, um, Fallout Three, was excellent. Fallout oh. New Vegas was fine, but it was just more of the same. I don't think they put a lot of money into New Vegas. They did. Did uh, they? The, the the biggest problem with New Vegas, I think, was the setting. Um, Fallout Three had such an iconic setting. You go yeah. around Fallout Three, and there's, you know, the Lincoln Memorial. There's, yeah. uh, the Washington Memorial. There's the, you know, the White House and the Senate and everything. And then you go out to the middle of the desert for the next game. Yeah. And it's just not the same. You know, um, every t- every corner you turn in Fallout Three, there's a there's a great location. Yeah. Um, that being said, I think the characters in New Vegas were a lot better, especially the followers. Mm-hmm. The story, I think, in New Vegas was better. Um, and the gameplay was a lot better in New Vegas as far as your the shooting and, and everything's concerned. But overall, I like Fallout 3 better. Just the environment was a lot better to me. Yeah. Now, um, what are some of the w- – to, to you – uh, you and Mike, because I know Mike's pretty big in video games, the biggest offenders of uh, ones that were marketed as going to be this great game that just came out that was just fell flat. I mean, just we were like, this is terrible. What? I can't, I don't know, like, I guess working in the games industry for a little while, uh, I kind of developed a, a sense of, I kind of knew it was going to be good and knew it wasn't. The only thing that really surprised me and was for the good was Batman Arkham Asylum. Arkham and Asylum surprised everybody, I think. Yeah. But I think the biggest offender to me in... Because, um, I mean, I really tried to think, and uh, nothing really came to mind. Well, like, the last Assassin's Creed to me was horrible. Not not uh, the, the Black Flag, but the one before that. Assassin's Creed 3. That was just such a bad game. The mecha- it, it was so glitchy. The story was boring. And, and granted, I'll, and I'll honestly... I'll one better. I'm not a huge fan of the franchise, but, I mean, I kind of like the first one, but... I thought that that was totally just a, a terrible game. Ray's well, got a point first. Well, no, I just wanted to say, we, me and TJ, before y'all were here, were talking about stuff, and TJ was telling me that last year or last console, they released over seven Assassin's Creeds. Yeah, over that the PS3, Xbox 360 mind. generation, there's been seven Assassin's Creed move, uh, games put out. Uh, not that's not counting. This is not counting handhelds at all in these counts. There have been nine Call of Duties, 
Seven Assassin's Creed. That's just mind-blowing to me. Yeah, and four Halos. See, to me, Call of Duty is one of the biggest offenders of, like... Oh, it is. Why are people putting money on each... It's, I mean, they should just be releasing map packs and not just... I mean, I know they make more money by just releasing the game by itself, but it just blows me I away. I don't necessarily think they do, though. Because you know they have to put money into developing it. Yeah, I but think they would make a ton more money if they just put out continuous map packs. I mean, because... I agree with that. Because it's very little, it's very little development. But there has to be a reason they do it. Well, because it's, it's so successful. Every time it comes out, they sell millions. And aren't they just using the same mechanics? I mean, they, everything's set there. All they have to do is develop the new environment. And yeah. prob- they're probably fixing up little things here and there. But um, yeah, t- we were also talking about how like they have these annual releases. There are certain games that have an annual release every year. They'll be putting yeah. out a video game, and that to me is just a little overkill. But I mean. It's a, it goes back into the whole thing we're talking about. They're going to it. milk it yeah. until they're going to shove it down your throat until they quit selling it. Yeah. Now, now the annuals is how long has that been going on? Like where it's been firm every year? I mean, is, is this uh, going back from two thousand six? Two thousand six or t- I mean, uh, Call well, of well, Modern been War- on Modern Warfare Modern Warfare Two was two thousand nine. So Call of Duty's been on an annual schedule since two. You think? So? Oh. That's so crazy. Yeah, so that was because they put out three. Call of Duty Two was two thousand four. Launched with the three sixty, didn't it? Yeah, two thousand five. Launched with the launched with the three sixty. So almost a decade. Yeah, that's crazy Damn. that they put it out, and each year people just go and buy it in droves. Is there anything else like that? No, because well, like, like any t- other consumer product or thing. Because I mean, movies they don't put iPods, out iPods, iPhones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Apple, <laughs> Apple's a big offender of that, but yeah. that's. But that's making uh, technical advances. And, I mean, I guess if you love the franchise every time you get a, a new story. But, see, I, it, that's it true. That like is no new story like, in yeah, Call of Duty. That's what it, it seems like nobody plays the story. They get it, and they're just online. And they yeah. just start, you know. That's what I was going to say, because I always forget that the Call of Duty. Because the only time I play a Call of Duty game, it's like three other friends are like, hey, man, we're going to come over to your place. Can we use your projector? And we're going to just shoot people up, shoot each other up, and we just play the four player, you know, against Split each screen. other or online or whatever. Like, that's the only way I've ever played that game because I am not interested in the story. I've heard they're great, whatever. But I'm not interested in the yeah, story not of three those. or four hours great for $60. No. Nah. To me, I've never, I mean, and I bought a few just because, you know, I had a lot of people I worked with that played them. Yeah. And, you know, if I get bored, I'll, I jump in online. Like, the new Battlefield, I will say, like, I really, really enjoyed the online play a lot. I was uh very take I I was I was surprised you know it lived up to the hype that I was hearing I got it and I was like this is really impressive, but then you get the the flips you get someone like uh like the uh how's I want to say Game of Thrones Grand Theft Auto, and I know not everybody's the biggest fan but I'm actually a pretty big fan of the franchise and they take their time to develop these oh my god yes when I think I mean they could easily milk it out and put. Uh, a new one out I'm every year. I'm surprised that that franchise doesn't milk it out. That to I me is like the Need for Speed, or not the Need for Speed, the uh, Fast and the Furious of the video. That's game totally world. due to the two guys, the two head guys at Rockstar North. Yeah. It's totally due to those guys because they just will not work that way. And, and I think they'd leave if they had to be forced to do it. It seems to me smart and i mean because they come out with some download packs and uh, but to me i'm, I'm perfectly fine with that because okay for another 20 bucks i can download something and i get some more story they're using the same maps so you're actually familiar with everything yeah. and you're getting this new story I, I think that's really 
very it's cool. A, it, and it, it's almost a full Call of Duty. Or I mean, it's an, almost a full Grand Theft Auto game with the expansions. Yeah, it's a full. Yeah, you get a, f- uh, a great story. They came out with a few with, with Grand Theft. Was it three? No, four. it wasn't three. It's four. Is it the Lost and Damned and, and the Ballad, Ballad of Gay, Gay Tony. Tony. Yeah. And, and those are almost 12 to 20 hours a piece, depending on how long you take And then them. they did it with Red Dead Redemption, which was another great oh, game. Undead yeah. Nightmare. Undead Nightmare, which was so yeah. fun. Like yeah. um, Those... Red Dead, and to me, that I, it makes me enjoy that studio because now uh, is that's is that Rocksteady or Rockstar? That's Rockstar. Rocksteady Rock is Batman. Yeah, Rocksteady's the regular Batman. Now, games. Rockstar North are are is that with any franchise? Or did they do any annuals? They did no. Grand Theft and Red Dead. So that's probably two. what every two three years. Yeah, every two three years they come out with a game, yeah. and it's normally fantastic yeah. uh, storyline and gameplay. Yeah, that's a. Oh, they, didn't they do a uh, Max Payne also? No, that uh, was another development studio. But no, Max Payne, Rockstar did Max Payne three, but it wasn't North. Okay, yeah, because I remember when I was watching the game, and especially actually after watching the gameplay of Max Payne and then playing the new Grand Theft Auto, it had some you know familiars, and uh, I really, I mean, it was a good familiar. I was like, man, that kind of the same shooting mechanics they had, so I really enjoyed that. Uh, I think something on video games that really. Um, just needs to stop, and that people keep buying them anyway, is the unnecessary multiplayer modes on single player games. No, I I agree with that, uh, and that's coming from. Granted, I'm a little biased just because the last four years I did not have reliable multiplayer internet, but even before then, like Assassin's Creed, like I feel like although it was enjoyable in a lot of ways, I never played it. Or Bioshock. Yeah. These are heavy hitting single player games. Bioshock uh, has a multiplayer. Bioshock, Bioshock two, two and Infinite had what? multiplayer. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. And exactly. it's just unnecessary. Why? What was the point? You can make those as downloadable games, and the people that want them can buy them as downloadable games. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like it takes away from the most important thing, which is single player. It's resources that could have made the single player experience infinitely better. Exactly. I feel that Uncharted 3 was really hurt by it. I mean, I yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't I, it feel I, that way? I don't. I, I thought that Uncharted 3 was inferior to 2. I feel like it was a yeah. step back in certain ways. Just the mechanics felt a little mushy, and I just felt like uh, they borrowed a lot of the, the normalized multiplayer mechanics and brought them over into single player so they would be a more consistent experience. But in Uncharted 2, you're, you're supposed to be kind of OP. You're supposed to be kind of overpowered. Yeah. And I felt like that really just... That and the, the story. The set pieces were amazing, but it's just... Wasn't put together right. I feel <laughs> that I feel that that's the best way to describe it because it's one thing that... I know how I feel, but I don't know why I feel that way. Yeah. I kind um so essentially what you're kind of getting at is the fact that every game they feel they have to jam yeah, multiplayer yeah. on. Well, Batman it. Origins. Did I have it? Batman Arkham Origins has a, has a multiplayer to it. They do. That's so silly. Yeah, it, it, yeah exactly. It, it, the advent of online playing has made game companies feel I don't know if it's pressured or they feel like they'll just grab more of the market if they do this. I think it's the I think it's Call of Duty. I think it's but the Call I, of Duty and Battlefields that feel like, okay, Call these guys are paying 60 bucks for map packs for a year for Call of oh, Duty. Yeah. So you, you, you feel it I as a pressure. It's, 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 it's monetary. Mon- it's money. It's a monetary thing. Call of Duty is essentially 
Apple of the tech world, and like where they're all right. This is how people. This is how they're making money and staying afloat. Let's copy that model. Yeah, and everything yeah. we'll do, we'll put this in there. Not everyone agrees in this room. In fact, I think I may be the only one. But uh, as far as liking this game, but I feel like a a a good a good compromise is probably the Halo series because it's very consistent. I would almost say repetitive no, in I, its story, but I feel like it walks the fine line. Or it doesn't have to have one every single year. No, I mean, and I I agree with you on that. Halo Halo is probably the best out of out of the uh, multiplayer single player. That I think it's the one that gets it right. It it, it well, well that's the thing is is I, I mean Halo is the the granddaddy of all current. I feel multiplayer. Uh, of console multiplayer. Yeah, console uh, multiplayer. Console. It was essentially yeah. the Godfather, right? It's what yeah. It kind of yeah, it's, it's what it is. So. It's what's got to start. I remember on an original Xbox and my buddy Thomas Williamson's garage <laughs> uh, playing. Uh, it, it was an Xbox hooked to a computer, and the computer was running a separate program where you could create rooms and fight people in, in multiplayer maps because that was back in the day of only LAN parties where you had to physically yeah. hook the yeah. system yeah. together. I remember those. Those were fun. Yeah, were a lot of fun. God, they were fun. Yeah. That, that, that was a good time. Was that, that, and that's what, this is just an old man rant. That's what kind of, I mean, internet's great to have, but that was just so much fun to get with all your buddies and plan a Saturday night. We're going to show up around 4, we're going to land up, and we're going to be up till 5, 6 in the morning drinking this, this Mountain ma- Dew. This marries <laughs> back to your, this marries back to your, the, our first podcast that we aired. You talking about the reason you and Ray love HeroClick so much because because you're in the same room, you can interact with your friends, and it's not a stranger three thousand miles away. Yeah, exactly. Calling you gay the whole time. Yeah, yeah. that your friends can call you yeah. uh, a gay person. I don't. Yeah, like homosexual. Because I, I, mean, I don't mind that. I like, that I like much. the smack, you know, talking. But because um, yeah, to me with video games, and that's even a better point is like they keep on. I saw a uh, a really cool picture. It was a uh, like a little graph, and it was a picture of the Mona Lisa. But it was like, you know, through the years and the original video games, you paid 60 bucks, you got the whole thing. And as this game down, now you pay 60 bucks and you get probably like half of it. And then the rest you got to pay to complete the, p- the picture. Yeah. And it's how uh, video games seem to be going where it's like you get the story. But if you want anything else cool, you got to buy this, you got to buy this, you got to get, you know, the season pass holder for $15. Yeah. And, you know, what happened to just having you know unlockable stuff that came with it? Now it's like we're going to charge you not only 60 bucks. To purchase the game, we're gonna charge you at least another twenty to thirty dollars to get the rest of the stuff. Yeah, and no, just, which I'm not into. I'm not gonna do that. Ever. I'm not into it either. I like. It, I barely want to pay ten dollars for a game used. It so. makes me so mad. Like, uh, one of the biggest ones, and I actually got rid of the game just because it because when uh the the new uh, DC uh, Injustice game came out, I bought it, which was overpriced. I mean, sixty bucks just for a fighting game, anyway. But then all the downloads that they wanted you to pay, and they yeah, put a characters. lot of stuff in yeah. there. And it was so tempting. It's like, oh, I can get, you know, uh, the Kingdom Come Superman. and the ba- I, You can get all this cool stuff. But it's the same game. It wasn't even going to give me a new map or anything. I was like, I got to get rid yeah. of this because I'm going to waste money just to look at something that looks cool. Well, I, th- I mean, I can understand buying it. I've bought a few things in the past, like, like uh, weapon packs for certain games and things like that, map packs. But who is buying all this stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean EA with mobile gaming is the worst offender. I think uh, they're really bad. They they became. I think when Madden 13 came out or something, uh, to get what you got on the console game on the mobile version, it would cost you in the ballpark. I think they said of like a hundred and fifty dollars or something. Because yeah. the game was free to download, but then you have premium. To pay, yeah, you have yeah. to pay for everything else. 
the last game I can think of that was like true where like it just had all the stuff you wanted right there was uh, Skyrim. Skyrim was really good about not having to pay because that's one game that I guarantee you they oh could drop stuff and people would spend stupid well they did they dropped three expansion packs for it but, but the expansion packs to me i think are different they like added just, a they added a lot yeah, yeah. Added a whole yeah. new. I, i'm more talking about they could be like you can get this cool sword for you know like well I, I mean I mean, there was horse, horse armor. armor in oblivion because <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah. that was the original and i remember reading about that and i think they might have learned because like apparently if you paid for the horse armor you got no extra defense from it or anything. It's just no. It's just that was it. Armor for your horse. Yeah. But you know, it was cheap from what I remember, and it was five bucks. Okay, it wasn't that cheap. Yeah. But I mean, a, a game like that I could almost understand just because of the RPG elements. But it was a cash. Gra- it was a cash grab. Yeah. I because mean, the coding was in there. All they all they sold you was a piece of coding to unlock it. Yeah, that's the thing that pisses me off most about DLC content. The stuff's in there already. Yeah, if if it's in there already, and I'm paying you for a two kilobyte code to unlock <laughs> it, it, that pisses me off more than anything. Yeah, that I that's think. just that's just a big rear admiral to all all the people already paying you tons of yeah. money. And I know you know, oh, it's a used market. You guys make too much money as it is. You know, I understand AAA titles are going out. You know, going the way of the dodo, but I don't think you should sacrifice your integrity. No. You know, in exchange for a check. Especially yeah. when something a video game like is is I mean everything is in any sense, but I think video games especially just they're they're fan driven. Oh yeah. yeah. Big time. Well that's a pretty good look on uh video games and I think how the greed goes to that cuz they're definitely a big offender. We're yeah. going to take a quick break well, and I think oh, that, sorry, I think, that, I think that's the, the the whole base the the thing is this stuff comes out because money. Yeah, and well, and the biggest thing is the the why and the who is they do it because people buy it. Yeah, it takes time, it takes money, it takes a lot of people with a lot of skill to make a quality video game. Yeah. Why yeah. waste the money when you can make almost the same amount of wh- almost the same amount of profit? And if you are buying this stuff, let us know why. Yeah, I would love to hear someone's defense of why it's worth the money yeah, to d- do it. Well, I do, buy se- I do buy season passes for select games. Yeah. And for I'm like Assassin's Creed 4. I'm not familiar. What does a season, a season pass, pass gives you a discount on all the DLC that comes out. Okay. The only reason I buy a season pass is because I want the extra story, o- story DLC that will usually come out with select games. Mm-hmm. And if I buy them individually, if I just buy this story pack and this story pack, I'm spending as much or more than I'd spend for a season pass. You know you're going to buy it, just save some money. That's what a season pass yeah. is. Is a season pass forever or is it for like it, it, It's the life of the DLC for a certain amount of time. Okay. Yeah. That makes no sense, but usually it's for the all the DLC out. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Okay. Side note. Welcome back. So, on the last outro, I totally lied. We're done with corporate greed. Martin Sheen called me up and chewed me out. He said it's a good thing. It's capitalism. This is America. <laughs> it is. This is what uh, America's built on. Welcome to Ripping America. you off. So, with that being said, Nerds Get Laid is selling cell phone cases and t-shirts. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> also, you can look <laughs> us up on Audible if you want a free Audible. Um, yeah. You can go to audibletrial.com slash nerds who get laid. That is true. Um, what's Do you have a website for them to go get the 
the nerd to get laid stuff. I'll post it back on. It's actually on okay. Society Six. Um, it's a really cool website that I, I put up my art on. Um, and there's tons, tons of really good art out there. Um, but like I said, our stuff's on there. Uh, buy a phone case. It, it's only for uh, Apple and S4. They look pretty cool. Like I said, we really make no money. I just think it was a cool product to put out just to see if you guys would like it. And then we have the shirts, which are they're actually a really good quality. I believe it's uh, ah, let's forget Urban, not Urban Outfitters. It it's actually Urban made Outfitters. Hollisters, I believe is uh who they get their shirts Hollers. made through. Yeah, Holler, uh, is who the shirts made through. So it's high quality. They're twenty two bucks. Um, they go up to two X. So none so of us can wear them. Us, yeah. <laughs> We can't wear them, so we want to see you wear them. <laughs> also, uh, we've been throwing around the idea of doing a Nerds Who Get Laid meet and greet. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, possibly like a comic book trade, those kind of things. Uh, if any of you are interested in something like that, would like Maybe to get a... together with some uh, nerd friends. We should just make it like a mini nerd con. Maybe a nerd con. Uh, a live podcast. May, we may do a live podcast. If y'all are into that, comment on here. Let us know. Uh, let us know you're out there yeah, and we you would, want to do this. really like to just hang out and just see... Like the area. I mean, we can do Lake City is pretty central around everywhere, you know, from Gainesville, Jacksonville. Gainesville, yeah. yeah uh, so we'd love to just hang out. Like I said, uh, come out, come to TJ's shop. Yep. We'll Geek She Copies. Yeah. There's a pizza place right next that we'll get some pizza and stuff. Local you let us know. delicious. Yeah, you let us yeah. know. We'll buy the pizza. That'll be on us. Yeah, we'll it's take not going to be from next door. We're going to go to Little Caesars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, I, I heard from a, a northern blowhard that the pizza the, the pizza joint next to uh, Geek Chic is pretty realistic New York pizza. No, it's delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. I don't care if it's New York or not. It's delicious. Yeah. But, um, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're thinking about doing that. If anyone's interested, let us know. Um, I believe next week... Um, we're, we're, we're having to check with him, but, Special um, guy. Devereaux, the winner yeah. of our first annual, well, I don't know, we might do it more than annual, uh, yeah. Nerds Who Get Laid contest. Pretty excited. We're pretty excited. He, uh, I talked to him this week. He's really, really excited. He said it was such a big surprise and he's excited to come on here. He so didn't like stain his pants or anything. I, I think he did. I think he stained wow. all of his pants. So Garrett, if you're out <laughs> there. He just like. He just <laughs> threw all of his pants <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> it just started stomping them. Pissed all over him. <laughs> uh, Nate's going to buy you a new pair of pants. Um, he's going to come with a new pair of pants for you. So. And a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> captain's hat just for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, this, Holy this look, crap, this captain's hat. This look is trademarked, gentlemen. <laughs> and our friend Blaze um, might Double be back Lee's. from the dead next week. So, No. <laughs> no. Yeah, probably not. He'll um, be back from the astral plane. Yeah, Blaze is in the astral plane. Cosmic so adventure. We'll have to see if he's able to make it out next week. Um, yeah, but, yeah, good. we're excited about having another guest on. We love having guests here. If you've got anything nerd-related that you're working on that, that you want us to review or you want to talk about on here, send us an email. Send yeah. us a message. We'd love to see some indie a tweet. stuff. Not, not, like, a not tweet? like a severed head in a box, not that kind of message. <laughs> if you're sending us a message, I want to see that kind of message, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Well, send it to the Geek bluff. Chic Hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, but yeah. Is, I'll yeah. text everybody, you'll never believe what I just got today, and just a snap message, a picture with quote, it. Un- air quotes. <laughs> yeah, air because quote message. If it's a severed head, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> Well, that's it for Nerds to Get Laid Sometimes. As always, this is TJ, Mike, Ray, and Captain Nate. <laughs> this, uh, that means Mark. Nate has <laughs> those multiple personalities. Yeah, and Ooh. then there's always Terry. See ya! <laughs>
Later, boners. <laughs>